Good morning and welcome to the story behind our success. I am Rebecca Rouse, your host and head lizard at Neon Lizard Creative Marketing and Design, where we build foundational brands with social impact. Find us on the web at neonlizardcreative.com. Let's get started. Welcome to the story behind our success. Today, we have Lori Stack from LaunchX. Lori is a TEDx speaker and an experienced entrepreneurship, I can't even say it, entrepreneurship educator who has founded a startup called LaunchX, which teaches and challenges entrepreneurial skills for high school students. Tell us more about this. This I wish we had had that when I was a kid. Right. That, that was my in, inspiration for starting it. And, and thanks so much for having me, Rebecca. Yeah. Uh, so I started Launch X um, to bring together high school students. I know so many of us that that have companies, different founders. Uh, I mean, gosh, something that so many of us want is to have that community of fellow entrepreneurs that help us through those crazy ups and downs. So many of us can have difficulty finding co-founders. Uh, and so especially those you know, high school students that have that entrepreneurial drive, spirit, passion, want to take on the world, uh, just bring them together <laughs> with other innovative entrepreneurial teens uh, and, and getting them started early is, is just um, is, is amazing. So that's, uh, that's the idea behind LaunchX, bringing together these entrepreneurial teens, getting them started um, and having them start real companies. I mean, it's, it's not even just getting them started. It's actually having them do it, start real companies, giving them the resources, community, process everything to start real companies. <laughs> now, what kind of entrepreneurial ventures are you encouraging? I know that you have a, a history in tech and business. Heck, you're a Harvard student, for God's sakes. You even have space experience, robotics. You're kind of like the Renaissance woman. <laughs> what, what, what passion do you push or do you just let them drive? Um, yeah, so they they start companies across pretty much everything, and it, it's been really cool to see. Um, I mean, I know that I have my my bits of biases, uh, as you said. I I was uh, MIT and uh, Harvard Business That's School, amazing. so yeah. The uh, from MIT, I did mechanical engineering, so there is this part of me that just kind of does love seeing some products uh, come through. Uh, and I mean, a little bit of bias of products is that. I mean, gosh, I did mechanical engineering because when I was in undergrad, just knowing that you could dream something up and then hold it in your hands a few hours later, like how cool is that, right? <laughs> Not only is it cool, but how many women do that? I mean, you're you're <laughs> blazing a trail here. That's fantastic. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's why I did mechanical engineering. And um, I mean, at that point, I didn't even know what an entrepreneur was. <laughs> uh, and so it's, it's something that... Um, I mean, that, that was probably early signs of, of wanting to be an entrepreneur that I wanted to dream something up and then, you know, create from it. <laughs> uh, but there, there is still something that I do kind of love those uh, product, um, product companies that come out of the program mm -hmm. because being able to, to create something tangible that quickly. And I know uh, some people might argue that software startups, you can spin things up that quickly as well. Um, but there, there is just something really great about having the kind of physical product be able to speak for itself so quickly and easily. Uh, but we have all different kinds of companies come out of LaunchX. Um, everything from, gosh, whether that is um, healthcare, energy, education, lifestyle, um, products, services, platforms, apps, um, really across the whole gamut of things that, that students start. So it's been really amazing and cool to see that they you know, 
start everything, whether it's like direct customers as their mm-hmm. or users as their customers, businesses as their customers, really, really practically everything. <laughs> That's incredible. Now, I got to ask, so when you're doing the the like product stuff, are you guys using the 3D printers? Are you having them mocked up for real and doing the Shark Tank-like presentations for people? Are you, I know this is a million questions, but I'm like really, really, really <laughs> excited about this. I mean, do you have like, like, like um, experienced entrepreneurs, score, um, those kind of people helping these kids? Or is it all pretty much um, more in the educational system? Yeah. I mean, these are, these are all the questions that, I mean, whether it's students, parents, everybody that, that have. So, I mean, you're, you're not alone in having these questions. (laughs) Uh, So let's see here. I mean, that's everything from like the prototyping questions, mentoring questions and questions. So we'll start with prototyping. Um, So yeah, we encourage um, prototyping kind of like iteratively. So starting with something that is what we call a little bit more the, um, kind of testing of the like proof of concept and then going through to a little bit more um, iterations beyond that. So by proof of concept, um, like what is the like actual like problem that you're solving? Like, is it really a problem? Do customers really care? Um, and so if that's, you know, a product um, or a service or whatever that is, like, it's not necessarily jumping straight to um, like, if it's a, if you think it might be an app or you think it might be a platform, well, you don't necessarily jump straight to, to creating a wireframe, right? Like you first ask, do these people even necessarily want to be connected? And can you prove whether or not they want to be connected? That's what we mean by like a proof of concept. So early days of whether that was, you know, Amazon or Uber, you know, you don't jump straight to mop, mocking up the, you know, physical you know, wireframes of the app of that, you prove whether or not people actually want to be connected or whether they want to buy books on Amazon, like buy books uh, mm-hmm. in that platform. Uh, so, so that's, that's more what we mean by like a proof of concept and then moving on through different iterations of those stages to, to figure out things from there. And by the end of the program through these different iterations, then by the end of the program, we actually have a lot of startup teams that are actually selling um, wow. or depending on what type of offering they have. It might be pre-orders just depending on what they're, they're working on. So that's on the, I guess, prototyping piece of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And then we have different kind of like resources to support depending on um, depending on what that might be. So, I mean, if it's a product um, I mean, they are, are there like UX designers and things like that that would come in and help with the usability of things as well as maybe experienced people, entrepreneurs or whatever? Is that the kind of feedback yeah, you're getting so, or are you guys doing a different kind of research? Yeah. So we um, support them both in the classroom with kind of like, here's some of the like generalized approach of how you go through this entrepreneurial process from opportunity mm-hmm. identification, market research, um, how to do that proof of concept, prototyping, iteration, uh, entrepreneurial strategy, competitive assessment, uh, brand right. design, go to market sales. Uh, yeah, exactly. Go to market <laughs> sales, iterations, pricing, financials, 
Wow. Where were everything. you? So there, there's <laughs> all of that. And then there's also electives, elective speakers that you can kind of pick and choose where you might want to go into more depth or hearing mm-hmm. entre- like entrepreneurs speak, et cetera. But then we also have what we call our mock board of advisors. So they meet mm-hmm. each week with a panel of mentors. Ah, um, oh, that's incredible. And uh, that's where they get a little bit more tailored approach, both there mm-hmm. as well as they meet um, at least once, if not twice per week with their LaunchX staff mentors. So there's multiple, multiple, multiple touch points per week with different mentors. Yeah, so they get this serious like, accountability. <laughs> yeah. So they get this kind of like, all right, here's the general process. Plus, all right, here's how this applies to your startup. Like with these different meetings that you're getting, uh, because I mean, clearly they're starting all different types of companies. So that kind of process flow isn't going to be a, an entire one size fits all if you're a mm-hmm. you know healthcare app that has you know a user and are selling into hospitals you, you know you need to figure out exactly how that's going to apply <laughs> so what you hear in the classroom might have some general applicability but you also need to meet with your mentors and figure out all right what are what are ways that this applies how am i going to go find people for this user testing, you know, do the market mm-hmm. research, et cetera, distill that down and understand it, et cetera. That's amazing. I, if, if only everybody had that. I mean, I know that for myself, I started my company when, and back in 1998, <clears throat> excuse me, <laughs> tell my age, but uh, I mean, I didn't know anything like this. I mean, this is fantastic that you're giving these kids this kind of a jump start into life. And I can only assume too, that you're probably pulling from within. You probably have art departments and marketing departments at those kids there that are in those educational veins. They can come into this too, right? And support these students that are building their business. Is that so? Yeah, exactly. So we we do have these kind of like speakers come in who have those different specialties and uh, exactly. And then their, their mock board of advisors. I mean, if they if they are starting something that is a little bit more of a specialty in say, you know, like healthcare or a specialty in more like education space, we, we try to have their, their mock board of advisors have um, a, a little bit of like well-rounded. Okay. Well, if it's an ed tech startup, maybe somebody who's a little bit more education, somebody who's a little bit more technology and, and something else that they get this well-rounded perspective uh, because yeah, you, you kind of want your, Board to to maybe not be entirely homogenous. You want to you want to hear those different perspectives all at the same time. And I think that's that's something that a lot of us that are in this space have had to figure out on our own. That we we don't just want that one mentor to go to because then you go back and you 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 sit there and you're like, huh, okay, how much of that applies? How much does it not? That person mm-hmm. came from an education background, so clearly their perspective is well, a little bit biased based on the education background. So now do I need to go get this other perspective? Right. You, you, so you you're providing that collaborative, collaborative, collective of opinion that are all oh. for, on your side, right? Kind yeah. of that thing, collaborative, collective opinion. Mm-hmm. Would that make, I kind of made up my own term there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's what I, I know. I had something like that at a, um, an inter no was it inter uh, an accelerator program that I was in where I had mentors that came together from all different walks that that mentored me 
And I was a grown up and still struggled to do it. So I don't know how these kids are doing it. I'm assuming, I mean, you're young, you started young, you were already included in Yahoo's finance top 30 entrepreneurs. Did you start this during the pandemic or has Um, this been around for years? I I started this, it's been uh, nine years ago now. Um, Wow. Yeah. So, and, and we've, uh, for the first number of years, we've run it uh, on university campuses. And then in the mm-hmm. last couple of years, we've been running the program online, uh, but bringing together students from around the U.S. and world uh, to be able to, to start these companies. If a student wants to be involved, how do they, get, how do, they do it? Uh, so we have an application system to, to be able mm-hmm. to allow students to be able to participate. Yeah. And I think that's one of the kind of cool things about it is that, um, I mean, students do apply to be part of it. Uh, but that, that also means that, um, I mean, we really do kind of curate and bring together these top students, the, the top kind of entrepreneurial students. Uh, and like I mentioned, I mean, part of what I think a lot of us that are founders and entrepreneurs recognize is that there's a lot of value in being together with other entrepreneurs and founders. And if we can, you know, mm-hmm. find our people, <laughs> there's, there's really just a lot of magic in that. Uh, and I, I mean, that's, that's really what we're doing for these students. Um, I mean, I know, I know you kind of mentioned like what, what can be like in some of your preparation for this, which was, I was really grateful for. Yes. You know, like what can be your, your mantra and so many, so many of us entrepreneurs, I think work such long hours because we're so devoted to what we do. Um, and occasionally need to remind ourselves and ask ourselves the question of like, what is enough? And especially in those early years, um, when I would be working such long hours trying to find more mentors, trying to perfect the curriculum a little bit more, trying to just make everything perfect for the students, uh, I would just have to remind myself, well, bringing them together is enough. Uh, the, the power of this community is really one of the most important things. And um, my team now hears me say on probably at least a weekly basis that data drives decisions. And uh, so I, I know that you, Rebecca, have this like the heart principle. And so like the... <laughs> like You're behind, so good. You watched all your videos. I'm so I proud did. of you. <laughs> but like b- behind any good company is um, is is like the, the heart of like what they're really all about. And, and so mm-hmm. like for our program... I mean, our community is at the core of it, but what you need to back that up with is, is the metrics and really knowing like what the core, like, like metric that really matters the most. And so for us, like the core of what matters for us, what's at our heart is our community. But then like, how do you, how do you quantify something like the essence of a community? Uh, and, and so like, but what we've, what we've had to try to do is, is really figure out how to do that and say like, okay, well, um, having this really top community means that we need to have enough applications every year and be able to really streamline our operations around the admissions. And then also make sure that we continually, um, have a great net promoter score, like that our students have a great enough experience that mm-hmm. as alumni, they're just, oh my gosh, that was such an amazing experience. And that then they're excited to want to come back and be interns and continually want to be part of this experience. So those, those few things we continually track. 
And so I think that a lot of people would assume that something like an entrepreneurship education program that are most important things that we were continually looking at, okay, the curriculum itself and these other pieces, but to the extent that they are supporting those net promoter scores and the applicants and, and supporting that community in those ways. Uh, and, and that kind of focus um, mm-hmm. on the support of the community and making sure we have the resources that continually reinforce and support those, I think is extremely powerful. Like, Yeah. Well, what would you say is the biggest challenge that you face every day with all this? I mean, do you, is it finding the the volunteers? Is it the students themselves? It's coming up with the curriculum, coming up with the funds. I mean, how does this work? Is that is what what's the one thing that keeps you up at night? Um, gosh, I mean, I think the biggest challenge is. Um, whew, I mean, I think the biggest challenge is figuring out the. Uh, like this might sound strange, but it's the the biggest challenge is figuring out what the right strategy for long-term growth is. (laughs) And that's a good place to be in. Uh, But since, since the, since there is that always trying to figure out and make sure that we are doing right by that community and figuring out that we are doing like making sure that we are doing right by the the core of our program. Uh, and, and we do occasionally get pulled in multiple directions by people who are like, oh my gosh, this, this program and the curriculum and um, the resources that you provide are amazing. We want to see this for uh, more of an international base. We want to see this for, you know, after school clubs. We want to see this for middle school students and college students, et cetera. Uh, we do get asked so often to to want to see it for, for these other places. I think that's been one of the biggest challenges is, is trying to uh, remain like remain focused and figure out mm-hmm. what the right opportunities for growth are, which can be a good challenge to have. Yes. Um, and I think cool. a lot of uh, a lot of founders uh, and a lot of companies struggle with that and get too excited by mm-hmm. all of those opportunities. Uh, and, and that's when it can be important to make sure you take that step back and say, okay, what really is at the core of, um, what matters to us as a company. And, and like I said, for us, it is that, um, community of, of young entrepreneurs, uh, and that allows us to be able to stay grounded and say like, okay, what, what is important to, to their growth and therefore our growth. That's fantastic. Um, have you had anyone have a project or invention or service that has just crazy taken off? We know, all have heard about it. Anything like that? Um, Success story, I guess, would be what that would become. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's something that, I mean, it's been really awesome to see some of the some of the growth in the the students and companies pass the program. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, we've had, um, we've had students that have, you know, continued to, you know, grow their revenues, get investments, sell their companies. We've had a, a student go on Shark Tank. Um, it, Did it's they really get cool. a deal? What's that? Did they get a deal on Shark Tank? No, she didn't get a deal. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad. I um, always wanted to do that. 
Yeah. And, and I mean, students that have like written books on entrepreneurship and done, done TEDx talks themselves. Like it's, it's been really cool to see. Um, I know, uh, let's see here. There was a student and gosh, I'm, I'm failing to remember her, her name right now. I'd have to look it up, but, um, who has started a couple of companies since her launch X experience who sold one of her apps that was a cryptocurrency tracking app. And then in another company that she's uh, the founder of right now, just closed a $25 million funding round. No. Wow. <laughs> um, That's then, incredible. She's the next Bill Gates. <laughs> <laughs> and there's um, a couple of students that I know the company that they started during launch X um, that they had, had raised around of funding and ended up not working out, but I loved, I loved the company and I loved like how they, they tried to grow and scale it. It, um, it was a company that allowed you to be able to find menu items of restaurants, uh, that catered to different dietary restrictions, like gluten-free, dairy-free, et cetera. Um, yeah. they had this way of being able to web scrape menus to be able to find, their, um, their menu items. And then they would follow up with those restaurants to validate the menu items. Um, and, you know, raise a little bit of funding, everything, uh, and, um, just had really done a decent job of scaling it, but then ran into some tech hurdles with scaling it further. Um, the difficulty being that so many restaurants, upload their menu items in such different ways. So they had managed to find some scalability to overcome that because some of them had consistency of it, but just not enough for them to be able to really get over some of those, those scalability hurdles. Uh, but what I love about this is they learned so much from that, that mm -hmm. the, the founders of that have each gone on to such cool things. Um, I know one of them that I got an update from the other day uh, is the COO of a peer-to-peer -peer high school tutoring platform that has wow. done multi-million uh, minutes of tutoring at this point. The other one, um, in addition to having started hackathons and is, is also the senior associate of a VC firm and uh, has started. Right, I got to know what a hackathon is. Oh, hackathons do. Um, it doesn't I, sound proper. <laughs> I don't know. I'd be signing my kids up for that. <laughs> oh yeah. Hackathons do anywhere from like 24 to 72 hour events where coders get together and solve different types of problems oh, uh, by, by coding solutions. Yeah. Uh, that sounds fun. Yeah. They're, that they're was really not, that's, that's not been a, what's the TV show? The, uh, Oh gosh. Big bang theory. They haven't talked about that on big bang. You'd think they'd be doing that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Occasionally some of these terms, the terms like hackathons, I just, in this, uh, yeah. That's awesome. I have the same. I'm, 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 I have I'm the same. Like that's too ingrained in my world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it should be because you have passion about it, but I do have a question. What is it with whiteboards? Why do you love whiteboards so much? Oh, whiteboards. Yeah. I mean, even like my desk right now, I have a, like my desk is a whiteboard desk. Like I can just. No way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is that because you just, you like to create on the fly? Is that kind of. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's, it's one of those things where like, 
yep, you can just like write things up, erase it easily. It's it's just like this very easily like creation mode. <laughs> yeah, I've missed my whiteboard. We had a great big one at our old office and I couldn't imagine having one as a desk. I think I'd ruin all my clothes because <laughs> I would forget <laughs> and smear across it. So, I mean, what do you, what do you need as the launch X founder, you know, the, the vision that you have, the, I know you're making Elon Musk's right and left. So what do you need from the rest of us to help you succeed even more than you already have? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's something that, um, I mean, I, I know so many of your listeners are already the founders, entrepreneurs out there. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, kudos to all of you. You're, you're the ones that are, are already getting it done. Um, I mean, any of you all who want to be mentors to our students, awesome. Send, send a message to info at launchx.com. Say, I want to be, I want to be a mentor to these awesome future leaders in the world. <laughs> Uh, we'll definitely also, connect you with a few people on that one. I know a few that will, for sure, including myself. I'd love to do that. Awesome. Uh, and then also, I mean, if you know any young high school innovators out there who mm-hmm. want to take it another step further, uh, I mean, we want we we want to bring more of them together because, uh, as all of you out there know, um, I mean, it can be tough without having that network. We want to bring more mm-hmm. of them together, give them more resources, give them more mentorship, support, et cetera, to be able to make it happen. Uh, I mean, that, that's what LaunchX is all about is, is taking them from where they are and just getting that kind of like whoosh growth uh, early on. Now you're, are you still in Massachusetts? Um, not anymore. I moved, I moved recently. <laughs> Okay. Well, I was just wondering, so it doesn't matter if one is in Massachusetts, we could help you from wherever we are in the world via Zoom, correct? Yep. That's right. What about funding? Do you need funding? Do you need uh, like create a crowdfund? <laughs> uh, so we, uh, we offer financial need-based scholarships to students, uh, but we actually just, uh, we, we provide those. That's so fantastic. Yeah. So we actually don't need, need funding for those. We, we provide those through launch X. And we've got to get you your WeBank so that you could get um, minority stuff for being a woman-owned business. And yeah. there's all sorts of grants and stuff just for that. Yeah. Yeah. I do need to look into that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is your vision for Launch X over the next 10 years? Yeah. Over the next 10 years. Um, yeah. And that's a, that's a great time frame. Um, so I, as I mentioned, the, the community of Launch X is, is really one of the most powerful things. And we have been growing that more and more over the last um, nine years or cause I started it nine years ago. So that's how I'm like, gosh, 10 years is even longer than we've been in existence. <laughs> um, but I, I think one of the most Im- important things is continuing to grow this community and, um, and allow them to really stay more connected and to see themselves as a community, not just during the program, but continually afterwards, because, um, as a lot of us who are entrepreneurs know, um, being an entrepreneur isn't just about that first company. It's it's about uh, continuing to be an entrepreneur. Uh, it's it's not the startup. It's about who you are. <laughs> uh, so it's kind of alumni networking kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Or you and make sure that you're still connected. 
Yeah. So it's, it's setting up this community. Uh, I mean, something that we continue to hear our, our launch check students say is the phrase launches for life. <laughs> Cute. I love it. <laughs> so ensuring that we, that we're really doing our part in setting up that community of these young entrepreneurs and innovators. Uh, so in addition to the program itself, uh, ensuring mm-hmm. that we've we've set up this entire kind of community system for for these launch ex students, um, not just for the program itself, but to be able to mm-hmm. support their um, them as entrepreneurs, them uh, for their startups, them for this kind of like little ecosystem of young entrepreneurs and innovators. Now, I assume that you are also educating them. You know, like I said, I'm as you said, I'm heart principal. So I'm all about the relationship and building those relationships. I assume that you're teaching them that as well. And if so, is that something where you personally get involved and you get to know each student individually as well? Are you connected Um, that close or are you more of the management? So in the early years, I, I was a lot more involved, but we've, we've grown a lot more. So just to give you an idea, this last summer, we had 268 students as wow, part of the program that's last huge. summer. So unfortunately, I, it has grown to the point where I, I haven't been able to be as involved in that. Um, I, I am very, very involved with all the staff members and especially then we have, uh, alumni come back and intern, uh, mm-hmm. and then I'm, I'm very involved with all of the, the interns that then are able to come back and, uh, and s- still do get, you know, in, involved to the extent that I can, but with that many students, unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, it's hard to be as <laughs> well, involved. they're lucky to have you for sure. Uh, how long is the program? Like a, from start to finish? Uh, so when we ran the in-person program of the, like on campus, that was four weeks. And then each of the last couple of years for the online program, it was six and five weeks. So it was just a, a little bit longer for the online. Will program. you continue the online program even after people go back in person, just so you could stay worldwide? Uh, yeah. So we are, we are planning on running that, uh, the online program this coming year as well. That's fantastic. I've got a son who is uh, 21, who's working on his UX degree. And uh, he's working at, out of uh, doing a college in uh, England from his ba- from our basement, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is just cool. fascinating to me that he can do that. So that is that is fantastic. Now I'm going to ask one personal question: What's your favorite hobby? What's my favorite hobby? Ooh, um, I'm going to cheat and give two. Uh, <laughs> okay. uh, so my favorite two hobbies are. Um, I have a motorcycle. I love going for motorcycle rides. No way. Yep. <laughs> you do not look like a motorcycle gal. Everybody I've talked to lately rides motorcycles. That's so funny. I'm going to have to get one. Yep. I'd have to be free wheel though. <laughs> yep. I have a, I have a Ducati monster. Yep. And wow. And then I also do ballroom dance. Uh, so I, get I do. Out. Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Now, does your husband do it with you? Do you have a, a husband or a special person that you do it with? Uh, so when I, when I do competitions, I, uh, compete with my instructor. Um, oh, okay. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So it's, uh, considered no competition. like, yeah, I've, I've done a couple of competitions. <laughs> uh, I, what's your biggest award for ballroom dancing? Um, let's see here. So, I mean, when I've competed, I've, I've gotten some awards across a number of, of different things. Uh, but my favorite dance is swing dancing. Well, swing and, and Lindy. Uh, but I, yeah, I compete across everything from like waltz, tango, foxtrot, cha-cha, rumba, 
salsa bachata. That's incredible. <laughs> when I was in college, we did the, the southern, the South Carolina shag, where by shag dance. I don't know if that's even formally oh, a shag. <laughs> yeah, that was super fun. I was terrible at it, but I had a really good friend who was great, and he would just swing all the girls all over the place. It was awesome. <laughs> we had a great time. Well, um, so. People want to learn about LaunchX. They want to come to you. They want to get their kid involved. They themselves want to get involved. What do you want them to do? Do they contact you directly? Do they just go to the website? Is there, you said there's an application process. So let's give them all the deets. There is, there is an application process. Um, So our website has tons and tons of information about LaunchX. Uh, So LaunchX.com is the core website. And then a bit more information on the program is, is on the like program page. So the um, slash summer program page on that. Mm -hmm. Although, yeah, just going to the website, you'll be able to find that. (laughs) Uh, And there's even, um, yeah, on that page at the top of it, usually you can find a downloadable, like, uh, PDF that has just tons, tons, tons more information on there than you can even find on the website. There's also the FAQ page there that answers a million more questions, a blog, uh, blog section that has tons, tons more. And then the application you can find at apply.launchx.com. Uh, and the application will go live in October. So by the time this podcast podcast is available, <laughs> Hopefully, knock on wood. <laughs> they can look slow getting these together. But, or I mean, this is in, in the meantime, oh. it would be the interest form is available. <laughs> well, when it comes out, we'll make sure that everybody knows about it because you've been a great guest and I can't tell you how much I appreciate you coming on and telling us about this. I think this is, I know a million homeschool moms that would go crazy for this because this would be right up their alley. So I, I love everything you're doing and I think you're just so cute and so special and all the different varieties you have within you, all the different levels of like, I don't know, you're just the Renaissance woman. It's amazing. (laughs) So thank you so much for being on the show. And I will talk to you again soon. Y'all keep listening as this will be out in just a few weeks. And thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for being a part of the story behind our success. If you are a successful six-figure entrepreneur or an inspirational speaker who would like to be on this program, please visit neonlizardcreative.com slash podcast slash apply. If you were inspired by this interview, we would be honored if you would share it on social media and even rate it. Your thumbs up rating goes a long way to promote the show. And if you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them. Let them know. Hashtag story behind our success. And don't forget, opt in on the website so you don't miss an episode. We have some fantastic guests on the docket. And if you want to know more, check out neonlizardcreative.com. See you next time.